Another recent podcast guest of mine, Craig Siegel, said when it comes to limiting beliefs, say to yourself, why not me? And I love that because, right? Why not me? Why not you? Welcome, friends, to the new and improved Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast by Emotional Intelligence Magazine. Emotional Intelligence Magazine is a one-stop resource for anyone looking to learn more about emotional intelligence. In addition to articles, videos, and recommended books to help you develop and expand your EI, Emotional Intelligence Magazine offers a platform for EI coaches and specialists so they can connect with individuals who are ready to take their life or business to the next level. Learn more by visiting ei-magazine.com. That's ei-magazine.com. Or follow us on Instagram at the underscore ei underscore magazine. You can find these links and more in today's show notes. My name is Sandy Scarlotta, regular host of the Happiness Solve podcast, and I'll be your guest host for today. So today we're going to talk about changing your perspective to change your life. Have you ever thought to yourself, people are awful, or I can't believe this is happening again, or of course I didn't get the job. This always happens to me. On the other hand, can you recall a situation where it caused you so much pain? Maybe a breakup, an argument with a loved one or coworker, or something going on in your community that frustrates you. Everything I just mentioned likely caused you to feel upset, angry, and maybe even depressed. As a result, most likely it has shaped your perspective. You see, we all have our own perspective, which is the way in which we view the world. It's like wearing glasses. It's the lens in which we see things. Our perception is the way we think about or understand someone or something, and it is also what we understand or interpret from our five senses, touch, sight, sound, smell, and taste. However, our perception is shaped by our past experiences, feelings, thoughts, the way we were raised, and so on. The interesting thing about your perception is that it is unique to you. Two people can look at the same image and interpret it two different ways. Think of it as looking at the glass half full or half empty. Everyone has their own perception of the world in which they live. The perception that you have of the world is the lens that you see the world, and in turn, you come to conclusions about the things that take place. My siblings and I each have a different perspective of how we were raised, even though we were raised by the same parents and in the same household. The same is true for two coworkers who both have the same job and report to the same boss. One day, the boss asks them to stay late to finish an important project. One of them looks at it as an opportunity to shine and grow, while the other just gets upset because they have to stay late. Same situation, two different perspectives. Why is all this important? Because the thing about your perspectives and perceptions is that it can end up becoming your reality. As I've said, your perspective is the lens through which you are looking. This will then become your perception of the situation. Your perception turns into your beliefs which influences your behavior, 
which then becomes your experience and ultimately your reality. Change your perspective and change your reality. When we have a situation that causes us deep pain or anger, if we are unable to make that shift and see things differently, you know, change your perspectives or perceptions, how is that going to affect your ability to live a happy life? Another way to look at this is that you can also think about certain perceptions you carry as limiting beliefs. A limiting belief is something that you think is true. However, it will only hold you back from truly being happy and the ability to take your life to places you never imagined possible. Are we born with limiting beliefs? Absolutely not. They are shaped by our personal experiences, what we are told by our peers, families, teachers, and so on. When I was in the fifth grade, I loved art class. I remember doing this one assignment, and I was so proud of the drawing I did. When I showed the teacher, she told me it was terrible. Can you believe that? A school teacher actually told a 10-year-old that her artwork was terrible. So what do you think that did to me? I have lived with that in the back of my mind for decades, thinking I was terrible at art. Is it true? No. Art is subjective. Did I know that as a 10-year-old? Of course not. Some other common limiting beliefs are imposter syndrome, or I want to be a public speaker, but who will listen to me? Or I can't do fill in the blank, or I will never make enough money to afford fill in the blank. Are those statements true? Of course not. However, if you can learn to shift your perception about those limiting beliefs, your reality will change. And again, your life will change in ways you never imagined possible. A recent podcast guest of mine, Craig Siegel, said, when it comes to limiting beliefs, say to yourself, why not me? And I love that because, right? Why not me? Why not you? So I think it goes without saying that there are obviously some beliefs we have which are true. Like, for example, I love playing tennis. However, I'm too old to make it to the U.S. Open. And that's a fact. Like, as much as I wish it were not true, there's no way at my age I could even come close to playing a match against Serena Williams. So I'm sure you get my point. So while today I can honestly say that one of my superpowers is being able to see things from multiple perspectives, I was not always this way. It has taken me many years of self-reflection and self-improvement to be able to claim this as one of my superpowers. And I really can. Like Usually when there's a situation, I can see it from three or four different ways. Sometimes it's a curse, sometimes it's a gift. So anyway, I personally experienced being unable to shift my perception in 1998 when I was in my early 30s and became a U.S. national and international figure skating coach against all odds. As a competitive figure skater in my youth, I never competed outside of my region. I viewed the world of figure skating as this loving community, as that was my experience as a young adult. When I had an opportunity in 1993 to start coaching skating, I jumped at the chance and figured I would simply teach group lessons to boys and girls and pass on my love of the sport. I had no expectations as to what level I would reach in the coaching world. As fate would have it, in 1994, when Tanya Harding tried to injure her rival, Nancy Kerrigan, it brought figure skating into the limelight. As unfortunate as that was, all of a sudden, I had 50 little girls who wanted to be a figure skater. 
and that started my career as a full-time figure skating coach. What I did not realize at the time was that I was getting into a negative world as the other coaches looked down on me because I did not have impressive medals and titles under my belt. I was ridiculed, talked about behind my back, and other coaches would try to steal my students. I had one extremely talented student who had faith in me and my abilities, and he is the one who I took to U.S. Nationals and then watched him win a gold medal at his first international competition. Soon after, we brought on a new technical coach who was even more difficult to work with than the previous one we had recently parted ways with. I then made the tough decision to leave the sport while I was on top. Why? Because my perspective about the figure skating world was damaged and I was unable to shift my perception and I gave into the anger and bitterness I felt. What is the price we pay if we continue to hold on to perceptions that do not serve us and the price we pay for not dealing with it? These negative feelings are going to affect your physical health, your emotional well-being, as well as your spiritual well-being. Most importantly, when you choose to hold on to these negative perceptions, you will not be able to live a happy and joyful life. What is the price I paid? I felt deflated, bitter, and lost the joy and love I had for the sport I had adored my entire life. I was utterly disappointed that people could be so mean to their colleagues, as I had always lived my life celebrating others' accomplishments. It was a hard lesson learned that not everyone will behave the way I chose to. I'd like to share with you the five steps I took to change my perspective and be able to free myself from the negativity that was holding me back from truly being happy. Before we move on, I would love to share with you a little bit more about me. I have been a certified life coach since 2004 and have been helping people create lasting happiness for over 20 years. If you would like to work with me personally, please visit sandyscarlotta.com to schedule a free 15-minute call. And I invite you to join my growing community by texting me at 703-420-3472 to receive daily inspirational messages. Now back to the show. These five steps need to be practiced every time you find yourself stuck with a perception that is not serving you. By practicing these on a regular basis is the only way to create lasting changes in your life. The first step is to feel the feelings and talk yourself off the ledge. The feelings you are having are real and you have to experience all the emotions that are surrounding it. Acknowledge to yourself that it is okay to feel that way. Acknowledge to yourself that it is real. Validate the feeling and know that it is a normal human emotion. Understand that you are human and so is everyone else. You have these feelings and you can go around it, you can go over it, and you can go under it. But the feelings are going to be there until you actually stop and feel it. My older brother died at the age of 19 when I was 12 years old. And I never dealt with the grief that I felt because I didn't understand or even know how to. You know, this was in 1978 and people did not go to therapists. They didn't talk about it. They just were like, smile and everything's going to be okay. But what ended up happening for me is that by not dealing with the deep pain that I felt for over 10 years led me to abusing drugs. So again, you have to feel these feelings. The second step is give yourself a break. Are you feeling bitter? 
If you are feeling bitter, you likely need to work on forgiveness. Now, forgiveness does not mean that you are letting the other person off the hook for how they behaved or how they treated you. Forgiveness is freeing your mind of the resentment you are holding onto toward the other person. By not forgiving them, all you're doing is you're letting them take up space in your head and they don't deserve that, right? You see, a resentment is a form of anger. And if you do not release it, it's going to eat you up like a disease. So if at any time when you think of this person, you are feeling anything but peace in your heart, you still need to work on forgiving them. Sometimes you need to practice forgiving another person every minute, every hour of every day until you are able to fully be free. The third step is sometimes the hardest part and one that most people never realize that they need to do. You also need to work on forgiving yourself. Forgive yourself for feeling shame. Forgive yourself for being cynical. Forgive yourself for resenting another person. Forgiving yourself is just as important as forgiving another. And it also takes practice to learn how to do this every time you are feeling bitter towards yourself, as if you are feeling bitter towards another person. Again, you may have to practice forgiving yourself every minute of every hour of every day until you are able to be fully free. I have worked so hard on forgiving others and forgiving myself that it's now much easier for me to do as I fully understand the end result of not forgiving. I have a motto I'd like to share with you that I live by, which came from a novel that I published in 2009, and that is Forgive for Peace. So fourth, just let it go. Let it go and accept the fact that you cannot change or fix the other person. Let it go and accept that the way they behave is out of your control. You can only control the way in which you react to the situation. Letting go is also trusting that everything is going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to, because it always does. I do want to add that when you trust that things are going to work out exactly as they are supposed to, it is also important that you do not place any expectations on the outcome, because if you do, you are not fully trusting it. Lastly, the fifth step, when you have a negative thought, switch it to one that is more positive. So if I'm thinking people are awful, I can switch my thought to this is about them, not me. In some situations, ask yourself, is there another way to see this? Am I making up a story about what just happened? Here's another one. Have you ever worried about what other people think of you? Instead, say to yourself, what other people think of me is none of my business. That was one that I struggled with for so many years, and it's probably because I was a competitive figure skater. And when you're a figure skater, you're constantly being judged by your coaches. You have to do test sessions and the judges are watching you. You're in competition and the judges are watching you. But for me, I carried it into my personal life, and I always worried about what other people think of me. And it took me a very long time to really digest that and today, even so, there's times when I'll think about that because, you know, you go out, you're all dressed up and your girlfriends don't compliment what you're wearing. And, and I'll think, oh gosh, you know, do they not like it? And then I have to stop myself and I'm like, stop it. <laughs> what other people think of you is none of your business. Just wanted to throw that in because it's, I know it's something that, especially as women, that we tend to struggle with. 
So I recently interviewed a fellow coach named Kyle Gillette on my podcast who put it this way. In all situations, there are three stages to it. One, the situation that occurred. Two, the story we make up about it. And three, the way we react. I love that because many times we make up a story about what just happened when in reality, we are probably jumping to conclusions. So here's an example of what I mean by making up a story. You run into an acquaintance only to have them blow you off. You may think to yourself, how rude that she didn't say hello. That is a story that you made up. You have immediately assumed that this person recognized you and made a conscious effort to avoid you. But here's the thing. Maybe that person chose to avoid you. So what? Did you ever stop to think that maybe she did not recognize you? Or maybe she was having a really bad day and just simply didn't want to make small talk. But you know what? That's okay. Stop making it about you because it isn't about you. All you're doing in this scenario is creating a drama that is not there. Here's a common example of a situation to walk you through the steps. So you're driving down the road and someone almost hits you. You get really upset because you assume that they deliberately cut you off. You made up the story that they did it on purpose. So step one, take some deep breaths and feel the anger and calm yourself down. Two, forgive the driver for almost hitting you. Three, forgive yourself for feeling angry because sometimes you may feel shame around losing your control. Four, accept the fact that you cannot change what just happened because you don't want it to ruin the rest of your day. And five, switch your negative thoughts to a positive one and make up a new story, such as maybe they were rushing to the hospital as a loved one was in an accident, or maybe they were sick and were trying to get to the bathroom, or maybe they just didn't see you. The point here is that you will never know why the person almost hit you. So do yourself a huge favor and let it go. So these five steps can be used as tools for you to gain more peace in your heart and put an end to the negative feelings and help you to shift your perspective and ultimately your perception. Shift your perception when you find yourself judging another person or situation. Again, there's always another way to look at the person or situation. Shift your perspective when you have negative thoughts. Make it a positive one instead. Shift your perspective when you are more concerned about what other people think of you. Remember, what other people think of you is none of your business. So when I think of how the inability to shift one's perspective affects our world, I think of the amazing life story of someone who I have admired since I was a teenager. I remember watching her on the daily news and could tell even back then that she was someone very special. What I did not know until many years later is that she had a very difficult upbringing and dealt with sexual abuse from several family members and family friends beginning at the age of nine. She kept the abuse from others and began acting out. She would skip school, steal, and run away. At the age of 14, she kept a pregnancy hidden from her family for seven months because of the shame that she felt. The baby died two weeks after being born as a result of complications from being premature. When it became too much for her mother to handle, she went to live with her father. Experiencing all of this by the age of 14 would have broken most people. Instead, 
her father told her that this was her second chance at life. She said, I was in many ways saved by that, and I made a decision that I was going to turn it around. She eventually landed a co-host spot on the evening news in Baltimore, Maryland, where I would watch her on a daily basis. Her co-host made it really hard on her and would try to embarrass her any chance he had. She then moved to a morning talk show, and the rest is history. Can you imagine what the world would look like today if Oprah gave up and chose to be stuck in a negative perspective the way I did? Instead, she took responsibility for her own life, learned to forgive, realized that she had to accept things the way they showed up in her life, and she moved on and moved up in the world in a way we rarely see. When I think about all those little girls I adored teaching and why I left the sport, I wish I had the strength to stick it out because life is too short. Who knows? I could have ended up coaching an Olympian. So the next time you want to flirt with being stuck with a perspective that does not serve you, talk yourself off the ledge, give yourself a break, and skate on. Change your perspective and change your life. Thank you so much for listening today.